just two and a half hours ago, I find myself in Ocean Springs Hospital next to a woman who is in ICU. Her granddaughter called me or texted me not too long ago, maybe a day or two ago, and told me that her grandmother was in the hospital not doing well. She said she was not baptized. But she said that after conversing with her, her grandma wanted to be baptized. So I said, okay, I'll come visit her. And so I get to the hospital, and I begin to have a conversation with this woman and ask her about her faith life. What's her journey been up to this point? And she tells me that she's gone to church here and there, but she's always had faith in Christ, always believed in him, always prayed to him, but she had never been baptized. So I began to explain the faith, explain what we believe as Catholics, as Christians, about the gift of baptism. And she said, that's what I want. And so, two and a half hours ago, I baptized, confirmed, and gave the Eucharist for the first time to a woman who is suffering and who's 86 years old. As I was driving over to visit her, I thought, what great providence that our gospel reading was a Samaritan woman. Samaritans were pagans. They were not Jewish people. If you wanted to say, could bring into modern language, Jews were like the Catholics, and Samaritans were like people who weren't Catholic. And so I meet this woman who's on her hospital bed, but you could say it was her well. But you see, before she ever got there, Jesus was waiting on her, just as in the story. And we hear in the story that it was noontime when she goes to the well, the very heat of the day. And so this woman at 86 years old doesn't find the heat of the sun, but she is now in the heat of suffering. And Jesus meets her there and is waiting for her in the midst of her suffering. And so Jesus, like in the story, he says to the woman, give me something to drink. Or maybe we can put in these words, I thirst. But you see what Jesus thirsts for is not for water. He thirsts for her. He longs for her. He wants her heart. And so as the story goes in the gospel with the woman, she begins to have a conversation with Jesus. And Jesus said, if you knew the gift of God, you would have asked, and I would have given you living water. This woman today, she knew the gift of God. She knew the gift of God through her granddaughter, who was talking to her and invited her and said, Grandma, would you like to be baptized? She said, yes. And because she asked, she received living water today. The living waters of baptism. The living waters of new life. I asked her, I said, you know, for Catholics, baptism is very important. Why is baptism important to you? She said, because it gives me eternal life. You see, she was awakened by grace. And Jesus met her at the well of her hospital bed and invited her to faith. And she responded with faith. And she said, yes, Lord, I thirst too. I thirst too. 
in giving, giving me her story, she mentioned that she had had some rough times in her life, especially with the men that she had married. And what I found interesting was that in the woman at the Samaritan woman that we hear, we didn't hear it proclaimed today, but Jesus has a conversation that she's had previous husbands. And what's interesting is that in the Bible, whenever there's a man and a woman and a well, there's always a wedding that follows. And so I looked in her eyes and I said, today you're going to meet your groom. You're going to meet him in the Holy Eucharist. And in just a few moments, I'm going to say the body of Christ. And as Catholics, we believe that's the total body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. And you're going to respond, amen. And he wants to wed himself to you today. He wants to give his life totally to you today. And she said, Father, that's what I want. You see, she asked for the living waters of baptism, and she received it. After I had given her baptism, confirmation, Eucharist, she said, Father, I'm so happy. And she said, I feel so warm. I told her, that's because you have God. You have the Holy Spirit living within you now. The very fire of God. And she says, I feel it. If you but ask for living waters, I would give it to you, Jesus says. And today... In Ocean Springs, Mississippi, a modern-day ver- modern version of the Samaritan at the well happened. And my brothers and sisters, each of us have the opportunity to have this moment with Christ. And Christ waits for us. But you see, we all have wells in our lives. But if you notice about the well in this woman's life, the Samaritan woman, notice that Jesus called out to her and he said, You come here every day to get water. But guess what? You always remain thirsty. And so now Jesus sits at the well. In a sense, he sits there as an alternative to the wells of our lives where we go constantly and we drink from those wells. We're always thirsty in the end. We're always longing for something more. And Jesus is the alternative Jesus is the inexhaustible well that we can go to. As we heard in our first reading about Moses, Moses goes to the rock and strikes the rock in the midst of the desert for the Israelites to have water. St. Paul, looking on that scene, says the real rock is Christ. The real rock is Christ because Christ was struck in the side. And from his side flowed blood and water. And for 2,000 years, baptisms have been happening over and over and over again. He's the inexhaustible well that we can go to. And for 2,000 years, his blood has been poured out into the chalices upon the altar. You see, Christ is the inexhaustible well that is the alternative to all the other wells in our lives that never really satisfy us. Power, riches, wealth, pleasure. These are all wells in our lives that we try to tap into over and over and over again. And the more we indulge, the more we long for it, and it never fully satisfies us. And we become addicted and unhappy. 
And Jesus, every day, waits besides those wells. And he says, I thirst. And he thirsts for me and you. He thirsts for our heart. He thirsts so that we may become one flesh with him. He desires and longs to be in communion with us. A part of the story we didn't hear today, it says, the woman left her water jar. She left the very thing by which she scooped out water over and over again. She left it at the well and she went and told everyone about the other well that she had found, who is Jesus Christ. And because of her one testimony, because of her one act of courage to say, I have found the Christ, many came to Jesus. They began to believe in him. They began to draw water from him. And they said, we no longer believe because of her word. We believe because we have drunk from the well. And we have known that he is the Savior of the world. Our brothers and sisters, what is the well in your life that you, that you keep going to, you keep drawing from, but that leaves you unsatisfied? Leave your water jar here at the altar tonight and drink from the stream of Christ's blood, which gives us life and life everlasting that makes us happy, that makes us holy, that fills us, that satisfies us. I encourage you, leave that water jar here and don't pick it up again. But rather, drink from the inexhaustible well who has a name. His name is Jesus.